0: Delays aren't always defeats, meaning the trouble isn't in the delay itself. We can't predict delays, setbacks, obstacles as much as we try, but how you act in those trying times, how you act before those trying times, how you act in obviously the right now. Really matters because if you do try to predict what could happen, um, focus on all the wonderful ways that you can fail, you just stay stuck because you're doing nothing but thinking about failing or what possibly could happen instead of taking action. Like that gap, the missing piece is the actions to get you. Out of the rut, right? <clears throat> I always like to consider it like vacations, um, sickness, like any obstacle times in kind of the same category, meaning your healthy lifestyle has to adjust to a similar situation with all obstacles but just in different ways. If you're sick, you'll probably rest from the gym. If you're stressed out, don't you dare skip the gym, right? You'll just be adjusting and realizing that, guess what? If you're having a really big obstacle right now, or you have a lot on the go, or you're really stressed out, or like, so you just lost somebody, like you're having a hard time, which we all go through, maintenance and just, Holding your own and just doing the best you can, that is a win. Don't brush it off as less than that. I think our expectations are too high in our trying times, right? Like we're just trying to survive, yet we're also trying to succeed and accomplish and be perfect. It's like, whoa, no wonder we're filled with anxiety. No wonder we're just stopped dead in our tracks. There's this big gap that you're missing. The baby steps of slowing down, lowering your expectations, not being perfect in some areas, overeating a little bit and not beating yourself up over it. But one thing that always keeps me grounded and really helps me dig back into, okay, like, how do I bridge that gap now? How do I actually start taking actions because I feel so panicked and overwhelmed with what's how much there is to be done that I don't know how to not look at it. And I've been stuck that way myself too. And I still, it's a practice. I'm still not great at it. I still get overwhelmed and freeze and do nothing and or do things that are, yes, things, but not the things that moved the needle, not the things that should have been done in, as priority. I just did other things to make me feel like I accomplished something, right? So you still felt busy, you still beat yourself out, but you didn't accomplish what you actually wanted to get done, right? So then you still feel beat up, you still defeat, you know, feel guilty and so forth, and you still have a big to-do list. Um, And I think... It also really importantly just got to talk about like we have our own deadlines. <laughs> I have been in a situation now where I really, 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 really wanted to go do this an event, and it was just pure out of fun, an endurance type event that um, you know would have best would have been best a little bit of money, but would have been kind of like a mom break for me that I I can't remember the last time I've gotten. And I was looking forward to it. Um, Felt a little selfish about it, but had a good plan set up for my girls with their name. And, and, you know, everything was organized. It just, money was the only thing that was going to have to be a little bit tight to get me there. And I realized I was pushing something that wasn't meant to be, And that's okay. Sometimes we have to do those things and that gets us where we want to be. But sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it feels icky and it feels pressured and it feels like, well, okay, I have to rush everything else to be able to accomplish this. And you put yourself in this just mad panic and that experience now that I just realized there is no way I can go because my children have something that weekend that I refuse to miss... Um, now I realize like maybe I was putting pressure on myself to, you know, a ch- completely finish the Beyond the Scale Academy perfectly at a deadline that was just not possible. And also to be able to go to that event. And that now that that event is gone and I've also missed the deadline that I thought would be the very latest that I'd get this program finished. I am realized, okay, there's two options here. I can, one, continue to beat myself up as I have been the entire two months of building this full time, or I can change it now because I've been shown firsthand that I was the only one creating the deadlines, the extra pressure, the extreme anxieties and guilts around where I was, where I am today, that was all on me. So I had to go through a pushing time where I was maybe making mistakes and time-wasting activities and trying, you know, I had to go through something like that for me to be able to look at it and say like, oh, like there were red flags. This did feel wrong, but look what it's shown me. I'm in control. I and you as well are in in control of your own deadlines, your own guilt, and all of your, your feelings regarding where you are right now, where you are in terms of what goals you're working on, where you are with your business and just keeping up with life. I am working so hard and with the help of my fiance to just like stop beating myself up for always feeling behind because I feel I, and I I have put a lot of work into, we moved into a new house less than a year ago and we got a lot of work done with it already in this past year, but like our house never ever stays clean. God, children, there's, and when you own your own home, we all like, there's always something to be freaking done. So it's just like this never ending project. And the thing is, I, in my life have all never ending projects, which is great. But what happens when we have these never ending projects? If you're only measuring it by getting to the end, to the result, to skipping steps and getting there as fast as you can. Not only do you feel guilty and not happy when you you don't meet that goal, but you also hate the process too. Right? You're always focused on the end when it gets easier, you'll feel better then and like I keep saying, you know, things will be so much better once the program's done and I know they will be. But why can't I enjoy it? building it now cuz i am enjoying it but it's like i'm getting feeling guilty when i'm you know don't have time you know to put into it that i physically don't have right we're not these robots and there's just so much on our plate these days and add in technology and scrolling through that you can lose a few hours in your day pretty quick it's hard to keep up with all of it we're we're just we're human, right? And delays are going to happen, but like there's beauty in it. There's lessons in it. And there's also so much power in getting stronger through those delays, through those obstacles, right? Think of them as, okay, yes, The goal, and it'll be. I should be patting myself back on. Yes, if I just maintain and do my best and just stay alive. But imagine if you can make progress still in those trying times, but not everything, not all at once, not too much pressure. Imagine if, like, you can still make progress all the time because you're working on one little specific area and the other areas are in control right? I have never, I still feel the progress is like a slow moving turtle. I really, truly do. But at the same time, I am doing more and making more progress than I ever have in a day, let alone a week. I never used to be able to accomplish half of what I do today in a month or in a year, years ago. So you know, it's it's really, really important to look how far maybe you've come or reflect back and say, like, am I beating myself up and I don't really need to be? Am I, you know, just looking in way too focused and dialed into all the mistakes I'm making in this process? I do this. <laughs> Very guilty. Again, I caused, and I'm, one of my, not so positive traits is definitely setting deadlines that push me to, to get my ass in gear, but they're too unrealistic. I am a mom of two girls. I am type one diabetic. I have still one on one clients and you know, we all have shit. We all have stuff for two dogs, like stuff to keep up on, you know? And it's, it's okay to make progress slow. Why is that so not (laughs) more, you know, acceptable to make slow progress? I really, truly hate all programs that are associated with as fast as you possibly can, because they just embed this unhealthy, mindset into us in that we have to do it perfectly we have to do it as fast as we can and we're you know we're not human if we make mistakes and we should feel guilty and we should give up um like if I give up you need you know what you need to do you need to do what I've put into place it still doesn't help me with the guilt all the time and you know it's still a practice but set things up in your life that don't give you any reason, like make it a non-negotiable. What you need to accomplish to reach your goal, make it non-negotiable in your life. Like it's been more than a year for sure. A couple years ago, I've made eating breakfast a non-negotiable as not eating crap not skipping it. It's a non-negotiable. If it's late, if I work out first, that's fine. But it's a non-negotiable. I always eat my breakfast because I know if not, I will be starving at lunchtime or I'll binge eat at nighttime. It's just necessary to get my protein, my healthy fats, a little bit of veggies, my omelet, the same omelet that has been made variations in different things for years also my workouts not because i'm on this goal to lose weight and be as skinny as possible because i literally cannot function my mental health is not it's not optimal it's not even functionable to be honest if i do not exercise it it is just my stress relief it is my time to reset The recharge that I really need almost every single day. And after I miss a few days, it's not about the fact that you can't miss a few days and take rest days. Like, that's okay and that should happen at different stages of whatever life you're going through. Whether you're on vacation, yeah, you shouldn't work out as much. But when it comes to higher stress periods, ah, like building a program as fast as you can that's going to change freaking thousands and thousands of women's lives like my life work 1000%, right? Like I've been 3 years working with women one-on-one and building this actual specific program, but I've been studying this since 2014, so you know, it's what now. Jeez. Eight years, yeah, so it's a lot of pressure to to really give it um I want to f- give it everything I got and I want it to be really, really great, and I want everybody to get great results from it right there's a big gap when i'm not a part of the program one to one to help teach it, but I need to separate that I need to be able to help more women. I want this podcast to freaking grow I want everybody to have access to that academy, to the PDFs, to the resources. It will get better for the remainder of the year. I'm still going to dedicate a lot of effort into it, even when it is complete. It's going to keep getting better. The prices will gradually keep going up. More resources, more videos get updated. Um, The Facebook group will keep growing. I'll go live in that and support that, like every single one of you. But it's going to be an art, it's going to be a work of art. It's just the transition, the, the transition and delays, you know, of feeling like, okay, the delays are hurting me because I, it's making me and causing me this fear that I'll never finish it, that I, no one will buy it. And like, when you say the fears out loud, you're like, okay, that's worst case scenario. (laughs) Like you are going to finish it. If you just stop beating yourself up. Secondly, no one buys it. Okay, cool. That's fine. (laughs) At least that means, okay, what do you got to do differently? How can you market differently? Like promote it differently? You know, it just shows you a lesson somewhere. Mistakes are not failures. Delays aren't even failures. They're just challenges. They're just things that make it harder, but that you can push through, that eventually you will work through. But I just encourage you, as I'm encouraging myself going into this fresh new week where I have no expectations, no deadlines of, you know what, everything should have been done by now. So, you know, you've got the whole rest of the year if you need it. I don't need that long. But I was the only one hurting myself by, you know, pretending that there was somebody, you know, behind me. I don't know. Or I was late. Like, why feel late? You are where you're supposed to be. And if it's not where you want to be, that's still not your fault. And, you know, something to feel stuck in any longer, just change right now, change the future. You can't change what's already happened. Can't change that you weren't where you want to be sooner. You can't. But You can change what you do going forward. You can change how you handle delays and obstacles and setbacks going forward. Not trying to, you know, dodge them, predict them. Just work through them. They make you stronger. It's not about being perfect through them. You never will be perfect. Add in an obstacle. Why are you trying to be perfect? Right? We're just so hard on ourselves. So freaking hard on ourselves for, I don't know what reason, because of our society maybe, where expectations are so high, right? You just, you can't meet anyone's expectations. Going back to what I was saying about having like these never-ending projects, you'll never have a perfect house, especially if you have children. <laughs> you'll never have a perfect body. Me either. I'm working on my abs. They're, they're looking great. But guess what? We're still going to have stretch marks, and I'm going to have scars from my needles, and I'm human, and I have bruises, and tight muscles, and acne on my face, and scars, and things that make me imperfect. And I don't need to wait until they're gone. I don't need to wait until I'm a different size, or different weight on the scale to love myself for who I am right now. Because those scars, those mistakes, those lessons along the way have made me strong. They have also been the things that make me beautiful, not just flawed. They also make me the coach that I am. They make me the mom that I am. The wife that's soon to be wife. Like They shape you, yes, and they might seem like negative sometimes, but why not see the positives? When I look back, I had so many bad years through so many hard times. I've been literally managing a full-time type 1 diabetes since I've been 16 years old. Like, it's a full-time job in itself, Now, running my own business of another full time job, being a mom, full time job. So, you know, it's not about ever getting to the end, even with your weight loss, even with your health, your lifestyle. It's just about being in it, enjoying being in it, getting better at being in it. That's what gets you the happiness the momentum, the confidence, and the control. You never will have control over all areas. And I think that's where we we miss the mark and we really feel we're going to be able to do. I do. It's like, oh, you'll finish this program. Everything in your life gets easier. Just magic person shows up and does all the work that you you do outside of your business. Like, no. <laughs> Even in my business after the program's done, there's going to be different things that'll have to get done. Program will still get improved. Service will still be made, like more promotions of that program will be done. So it's still gonna be the same amount of work. So I can't focus on hustling and killing myself and getting it all done and being perfect and then I can relax later. That's where also we get stuck and wrong in thinking. Don't, you can't, you'll burn yourself out and you'll give up and you won't enjoy it. Instead, dial it back, give a little bit or a lot is what you can give in certain areas and just build your way up, right? Build progress gradually. Don't start off guns blazing zero to 100 because it's Monday, I don't have the energy and it's only Monday and you know, you don't need it either. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be at your future goal self tomorrow, next week. It could take a year, but it could take longer if you don't ever start. You don't ever actually just take the baby steps that are needed and be okay with the fact that they're baby steps and delays are going to happen and make them feel even smaller baby steps. It just it doesn't mean that that is a that's a defeat. The fact that you're taking action, the fact that you've started, the fact that you're making progress at all. Fuck, that's progress. That's courage, that's bravery, that's strength. That's fucking pat yourself on the back, don't beat yourself up anymore. And I need to hear this to myself too because the to-do list is still massive right? And it keeps that adding to it. But you just keep rearranging it, ticking some shit off, feeling messy in the action. And there's progress in that. You just have to choose to see it and to celebrate it and to amplify that rather than amplify what's not going well, what could be going better. Focus on the stuff that is going good, that is getting better, that you are making progress in, use that to like keep you going, right? Always do things that are hard to start, but feel so freaking good and pay off and make things easier afterwards. Buying healthy groceries, prepping, like taking the time to cook extra like a healthy meal at home. That takes more work and is harder to do up front than it is to pick up the phone and order takeout. But what's the difference when you do the easier thing first and you order takeout? It's fine, but you'll feel tired after. You won't be able to do much. It'll be a bigger struggle to work out, to get the housework done or get prepped for tomorrow. Whereas if you done, did the harder thing at first where it was make a healthy meal, You wouldn't feel sluggish. You wouldn't feel tired. You'd have energy to go do all that thing and then guess what? Maybe even get a workout in. If not, you'd still feel good enough to maybe control your eating less that night, go to bed earlier, then get a workout in the next day. Don't underestimate the hard, upfront, little tiny things like a 20-minute workout or one healthy meal. No, that one healthy meal is not gonna give you six-pack abs, but you you just focus on progress. If you're not eating any healthy meals, one healthy meal is progress. If you're not drinking any water, one glass of water a day is progress. Don't underestimating just setting small goals and then nailing them down and sitting a few more. I think that's what we we all truly struggle the most with and, and really trying to hope that to help so many women with, with, um, in the beyond the scale Academy, like just being okay with you have to start before you're ready. You have to start imperfectly. You have to be honest and come to terms and get the wake up call. You need to say like, this is where I'm at right now. I shouldn't be eating that much at night or I never work out. I could be doing better. I could give more effort on myself, on my health, on my, you know, How I freaking feel in my body. We have one body to live in for the rest of our lives. Why not take care of it? Why choose your thoughts to beat yourself up, to do things that don't make you feel better and feel good? Yeah, it's harder to eat a bit of a healthier meal, but God, do you ever feel better afterwards? And not just weight-wise or physically to be able to get a workout in or tired-wise, mentally your food affects you as well. And again, working out, best stress reliever, best mental health ever recipe for you feeling better. It's, It's still hard to do though. Still hard to push yourself to do. I'm somebody who loves working out, who loves the gym and been doing it for way over eight years. But I still struggle to get to the gym. I still procrastinate. I'm still t- probably extending this episode just for the sole fact that I'm sipping my pre-workout and putting off getting my workout done. Not because I don't know that I'm going to feel great afterwards. Not because I don't really want to. I do, but it's, it's a fear of, you know what? You're getting uncomfortable. You're doing something that's challenging to start, right? Right? That's where it usually, it stops us. But you have a decision point. You have other points in your life. And especially if you're a mom, like you're, you do hard things. Actually, you know what? Not just moms. Anybody listening. You do hard things. You can do hard things for yourself too. Just put them into a new, different perspective of that non-negotiable. Like, I love my sleep. I used to sleep so freaking much. I used to say, you know what? I can't get out of bed. It's too early. I need so much more sleep. And that was like when I had no children and slept till 11 o'clock every morning. Now I wake up multiple times per night, almost every night. And it's a practice, (laughs) right? It's the values of me being a mom and helping my kid, going into bed, doing whatever they got to do. That practice and repetition of doing hard things, even when you don't feel like it, makes it a little bit of an easier gap and builder for getting up early, right? Some mornings I definitely still don't do it and I definitely sleep in, But it's only gotten easier to get up in the mornings and work or go to the gym because I practice doing hard things. I go to the gym when I don't feel like it. I get out of bed and take care of my kids when I don't feel like it. I make healthy meals when I don't feel like it. It's a practice of doing it in other areas too. and Sometimes we almost need to do those practices in smaller ways, especially with big goals. You just have to practice doing it in the smaller sense first. So that's what I'm encouraging you to do. Today, this week, every freaking day going forward. Delays are not defeats or measures of your inadequacy or failure, failures or wrongdoings, or stop guilting yourself for feeling behind, for feeling late, for not being where you want to be, maybe. Don't beat yourself up and try to change the past any more than you cannot change or predict or dodge an obstacle or setback that's going to come in the future. The only thing that you have control over, and it's a beautiful thing, it's the right now. It's your thoughts. It's how you choose to see every part of every part of your journey and your life going forward. All the parts of your life, your journey. Your starting point is so different from everybody else's. So that's why it's the only way to really know what your starting steps need to be, is to, to be honest with yourself of where. Where you're at right now, what you really need to work on and give more effort in, and aim for progress in, and you know, get you know, if you maybe you need a kick in the butt, maybe you need to get back into working out and exercising. Focus on that. You don't have to be all out in every area just to do go back to the gym. Just go back to the gym. Don't worry about the other stuff till you're back in the gym and working out or maybe it's your nutrition. Maybe you need to reach out and ask me more information about beyond the scale academy or you know hire a one-to-one coach. Like think about what you need first and be honest with what you where you're at so that you can figure it out to be really sure and then just take action on those steps, on the ones that really need to be completed right work through the obstacles through the the things that are actually going to move you forward that you've been putting off that you've been delaying making this new obstacle or new delay even more challenging right even just eating healthy not exercising that still allows you to manage your day-to-day better and feel better right? Don't underestimate it just like one piece or a little bit of each piece. So can't wait to get this Beyond the Scale Academy out. So you have all pieces, all five pieces and understand and have the tools to start back up or, you know, watch a video, motivate yourself again to just to have balance. It's okay if some of them feel like they're all out of whack, Mine feel the same way right now, but I'm still going to push myself to work out, even if it's not the best workout, even if it's not the longest workout, even if it's not the most perfect, it's going to still make me feel better. And then that's going to build momentum into the rest of my day, allow me to get a bit more work done, feel a bit more accomplished, show up more presently with my children. And yeah, then make tomorrow's workout easier too, because I went today, even when I didn't feel like it. So do more of those things the hard things to start that always feel better afterwards, that always pay off afterwards and set you up for success and inching you a little bit closer towards your goals rather than keeping you stuck, making tomorrow harder, setting it up for a further struggle. Don't do things like that to yourself any longer, including guilt. Drop the guilt, drop the feeling late, the overwhelm, one thing at a time. You got this.